It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, welcome back to the playground late night edition once again. Lightning it's edition. so late. So damn late. It's so late, it's technically tomorrow, but we are both a couple of busy bees, and uh, we, just had to, we just had to get one in. This will probably be a quick one, but yeah, we... There's no probably about it. This will be a quick one. And this will be my quick fault, one. everybody. I have to work tomorrow. Yeah, and you're just... Out buying cars and whatnot. It is my fault. Everyone, I want everyone to know, like, uh, Herb was super down to record at a normal, reasonable time this weekend, and uh, and I was constantly unavailable. You are listening to the voice of Arik. Have you ever, have you ever gone car shopping? No. Uh, it is really time-consuming. I bet. It's also boring like, to talk about. We don't have a lot of time, so blah. Yeah. But, like, I just want to say this. It took two weekends, two entire weekends in total. Cool. Well, congratulations. Did you, did you get leather seats? I did. Do you have, uh, like, all the apps so you can listen to your music and stuff? Uh, I have some of the apps and can listen to my music. Cool. Great. Yeah. Great. Um, I was hoping that I had more time to talk about this, but I just want to quickly say that I saw Incredibles 2. I thought it oh, was yeah. really uh, entertaining, was and I highly recommend it. Incredible. <laughs> it's so damn. Late. Doesn't matter how late it is. Still that razor sharp <laughs> wit. Well, uh, better or worse than Incredibles one? You know that's such like an unfair question. Uh, the first movie is like question? basically perfect. Okay. Um, so worse then? Sorry. So then it'd be worse. Well, so in 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 <laughs> the storytelling sense, uh, mm-hmm. this film was inferior but uh the first one came out 14 years ago and holy is that true sorry is that true yeah oh my god the passage of time is just not cool we're old people um the thing is so in the intervening years that technology uh that they used to make those movies has evolved quite a bit and it looks really magnificent and uh just in terms of being like kind of like a family oriented action movie it's like it, it is just uh, you know far far exceeds the original there are just some unbelievable like set pieces and really uh, really really great thrilling moments so i'm wait hold on i'm 14 years behind on seeing this movie you've never seen the first incredibles i've seen parts of it but i've never oh. I've, I, I've i've seen a lot of it but i've never sat down and watched the whole thing oh i really uh, like it a lot i highly recommend if you're going to watch the new one to watch the first one Sure. Uh, as close as possible uh, to seeing the second one because the second one basically starts as soon as the first one ends. And that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, there are there's a little bit of controversy around the film. People are saying it's sexist. I uh, I don't see that at all. Uh, we don't have to get into it, but I think people do sometimes. Uh, have a hard time separating uh they if, if a film has a character that has a certain view um even if it's uh oh, it makes they think the filmmakers are portraying that view exactly yeah yeah by the way uh i just looked this up of the 20 feature films that uh, pixar has released mm-hmm. i have not seen 16 of them 
Jeez, so which four have you seen? I've seen Toy Story. Uh-huh. I've seen Toy Story 2. Uh-huh. I've seen uh, Ratatouille. Uh-huh. And I've seen Inside Out. Wow, man. Yeah. So, that's incredible. I And I think of myself as a Pixar fan, actually, which is clearly, like objectively not true but i do like but i do like those four movies. i've seen every single movie they've put out and you've uh, seen cars 2 and cars 3 i have wow cars 3 i did okay yeah yeah i mean i i i I don't i in my seriously in my head i was like yeah you know i've seen like my fair share but no i i actually i haven't well toy story 3 is the best one so you need to come correct i mean i mean yeah i know i i really like toy story 2 um but yeah, that's from 1999. <laughs> uh, three is a whole other level. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, well how did you, you just know, come to see Inside Out? You, you're so reluctant to see these films. What, what uh, I saw Inside Out because it was a uh, was on my that podcast I did. Oh right, I forgot your other yeah. podcast. My other. I try to yeah. forget that it ever existed. Oh, that's not nice. Speaking of forgetting things ever existed, the 76ers yeah. uh, drafted a hometown hero. Oh God, Michael yeah. Bridges. Were you watching the draft? I did watch the draft. Well, most of it. Um, so it was so sweet when they drafted this kid. I know. He was so happy. His mom works His for mom. the Sixers. She was so happy. Yeah. She looked very young. Yeah. She does look yeah. young. Yeah. She's good, probably good. our age. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good for her. But yeah. anyway, like, uh, yeah, they were so happy. The family was happy. And he even, I guess, gave a press conference later. Uh, Not realizing he that he'd been traded. Yeah. So sad. I forget, where did he get traded to? Uh, uh, Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix. And that sucks, first of all. You went, he went from, not only did he, like, was he going to play at home with his mom's team uh-huh. and the team he grew up loving, but also uh-huh. he got traded to a tire fire Well, uh, from a, from a cont- contender. Phoenix right. is going to try to be good. They got the number one pick. Who knows? Right. But, like, Philly is going to be challenging Boston for the Eastern Conference for the next few years, right? Probably. I mean, he'll get more playing time in, in Philly, but it is I mean, uh, Phoenix. I mean, but it is, it is just. Uh, and you know, listen, I, you can't feel that bad for the dude. He got drafted into the NBA. He's going to make millions of dollars, pursue his dreams, and get a chance. And you know, who gets to? You know, it, it's it's one of those things where nobody gets. Lots of people would like to be playing in their hometowns or whatever. But his mom like works for the team. But uh-huh. it, that's all fine. But like the fact that for like an hour, everyone involved thought that that was what was happening. <laughs> and I mean, how mad must she have been to go to work <laughs> next day? Like She's I know you know it's a be business. Really upset. But damn. It's interesting though. It was worth. So he was the tenth overall pick. Yeah. Philadelphia got from Phoenix. They got the sixteenth overall pick. Yeah. And. A 2021 first-round pick for Miami. Unprotected first-round pick. Yeah. What, they must have really liked something about this guy. That That it's is a, a terrible dumb trade. trade. It's an awful trade. There's it's no telling. There's awful. no telling how bad Miami's going to be uh, in 2021. We don't know. Absolutely. And, I mean, the the chances that the 16th pick is that much better than the 10th pick or whatever, whatever. Like, it's just like none of these are sure things. Yeah, I don't know what Miami was thinking. That's like... That is a calamitously bad trade. You, people, people are talking Phoenix. about how the draft trades mean, were quiet, and there was there was no like blockbuster. But that is a what's the opposite of a blockbuster? Yeah, you mean Phoenix? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, Phoenix. Yeah, um, Which, we don't have a whole lot to say about the draft because we don't watch college basketball, so I don't know. No, <laughs> although I will say this: I, I've been listening to uh, One Shining podcast. You ever listen mm-hmm. to that? 
No, but you recommend it to me almost every week. Well, and I should listen to it. Yeah, I've only I've only recommended it for two weeks because I've only been listening to it for two weeks. <laughs> but you should check it out, and uh, it has it did give me a little bit more of a sense of like, you know, who some of these people were. So at least I knew some of the names. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing is that they hate Luka Doncic. Oh, really? <laughs> well, not because of who he is, just because they feel like he's an attack on college basketball. Like, you know, the, like if his name, what were they saying? Like if his name was, was Joey Smith and he played for like Duke, but he was in other words, in other, all other ways, exactly the same guy that no one would care. But, uh, I think that's ridiculous, but it's really fun to watch that them be. It's a really it. strange reason to be, I guess I have to listen to an episode cause I do not understand that at all. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous, but at, at least I had some names and some ideas of who they thought was going to be relevant, but I don't know. I find the whole college and the draft thing kind of crazy because like you'll just you listen to the draft and you know chad ford or or jay B- 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 billis or whoever or on the jump it was uh you know rachel nichols and uh and a cast of characters mm-hmm. and you just they're just going on and on and on about how this and this person's going to help this and this team and blah 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 and it's like very few of these guys are going to turn out to be anything special no one's ever right no one's no ever one's right. ever right every year I mean, there's like every now and then there's a sure thing like Anthony yeah, Davis like, or LeBron or LeBron. Yeah, people are trying there's... to say Luka Doncic is no, he's not a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't have many thoughts on the draft. It seems like a lot of bigs were drafted, which is weird to me because because we're moving out of that. Yeah, I mean, you look at the success that the, the Celtics are having right now. It's like, hey, let's get like, let's just have a whole court full of guys that are 6'9 and can play and guard any position and switch and they uh play greater than the sum of their talent uh because they're really uh well constituted to flourish in the modern NBA and all these teams with these really high picks said cool I'll take that center <laughs> yeah no I mean I think uh I don't think he's a sure thing, but I do think, given everything everyone knows right now, mm-hmm. uh, the the Mavs destroyed that draft. Yeah, I, I think the Mavs. Uh, this is the savviest, and this is we're not the first people to acknowledge this. Then that that was no. a really really savvy uh, move on their part. By the um, way, do you remember former professional basketball player and uh, one time San Antonio Spurs member Rasho Nesterovich? Do you remember him? Nope. So for some reason I do. I don't really know why. I, I remember he was just like this dude that was in. He played for like the Timberwolves, the Spurs, the Pacers, the Raptors. He played had a pretty good career. Played from like ninety two to 11, 2011. and and you know, uh, although only in the NBA for like from like ninety nine to two thousand eleven. But like mm-hmm. you know, I just remember him. He won a, a title. He was on the 05 Spurs team that won. Anyway, he is Luka Doncic's godfather. Interesting. Yeah. So if you had remembered him, you'd be like, oh, that's funny. But you don't, so it's not that interesting. Well, you know, as as always, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how these young players do. Yeah, uh, I'm always It'll be fun ex- to rookie of the year battle. It will be, yeah. It's always fun to see like who's going to be like, you know, the Donovan Mitchell. Not to say that there's one every year, but like you know, the 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 the, the player that everyone's sleeping on that kind of emerges as like a, a real stud that makes everyone look bad because no one took him seriously. Do you ever go back? to look at old drafts and look at how awful they were. Yeah, all the time. It's really right? fun to That's do. That's, like, yeah. so fun. Yeah. 
Uh, I was doing that with the 2013 draft, which wasn't like terrible, terrible, but it was not good. Who was that? Wasn't the Anthony Bennett year, was it? It sure was. Oh yeah, that's a, that was a fun one. <laughs> that you was got, a real yeah. fun one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Oladipo and Giannis and Rudy Gobert are the only like relevant players. From that Rudy Gobert season. picked 27th overall. 27th. Um, yeah. not the worst draft, but boy, it's not great. Speaking of Giannis, uh, his brother was drafted and involved in a trade and i always really? find these trades really fun yeah kosis on tadakupo uh 60th overall pick uh 60th is that the mr irrelevant stat is that like the final pick that's yeah that's the final pick that's the isaiah thomas slot is that where isaiah thomas was drafted yeah wow i thought he was undrafted for some reason that's crazy yeah no he's the last pick overall and he has more uh, career points than every other 60th overall pick combined. I mean, that's not that surprising, but that is cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And uh, maybe Kostas will, uh, I guess, like, people don't think he's as good as his brother. I just think it's funny that Philadelphia traded uh, their 60th and 56th pick to get the 54th pick. It's like, at that point, (laughs) 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 who cares? So he is the third... Antetokounmpo to play in the NBA. Oh, I didn't realize there was another one. Tenasis Antetokounmpo, who played for one year with the New York Knicks. You're making that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I could be, I but I'm not. I forgot about that. I forgot uh, about that. Um, so he's with the the Mavs, uh, Costas. Yeah. That's, uh, they, they really killed it. On they really did. I'm, I'm ex- you know, the Mavs, uh, they, there's obviously some real ugliness that came out, uh, Hopefully they've cleaned house, and hopefully they can be good again. Because I, I, I think, you know, people always say, oh, the, the NBA is great when the Lakers are good. The NBA is great when the Knicks are good. You know what? I think the NBA is great when the Mavs are good. I like the Mavs when they're good. Um, but speaking of centers and their value, uh, <laughs> uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah. Traded. Traded to Brooklyn, and now they're in buyout talks. I don't believe a buyout has officially been announced, but uh, once again, uh, the team that Dwight is leaving is very... Talking yeah. stuff. This never happens in the NBA, because obviously people don't get along all the time, but like it's not like when Nick Young left the Lakers, everyone was like, oh, he was an obnoxious blowhard who thought he was way better than he actually was. Like, generally, there's this, like, unspoken rule that you don't air your dirty laundry. Right. Uh, not the case with Dwight Howard multiple <laughs> no. times. Brendan Haywood. Yeah. Brendan Haywood, not even anonymously. Brendan Haywood went on record and said the locker room hated Dwight Howard. So what I found fascinating is that the, I, when I saw this story about him being uh, potentially bought out, the story mentioned that he was not well-liked, but then also said that m- multiple teams contending teams would have interests they should i mean should they i don't know i mean he's so on on paper and we all know that that there's much more to basketball than just the the stats on the page but there sure is on paper he is still an extremely productive player yeah you're telling yeah, me yeah i don't know i just do locker room stuff i, I yeah. just don't know if he makes your whole team miserable is it worth it i mean Plus, you know, other than in 2009, the dude's never gone anywhere. He's never taken a team anywhere. That's true. Uh, by the way, is there anything more predictable than Grayson Allen being drafted by the Utah Jazz? Uh, why is that predictable? 
it just doesn't Grace Nellon seem like a Utah Jazz kind of pick? Yeah, I, I see. What, <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just saying they, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's yeah, that's amazing. pretty pretty cool. Um, <laughs> do you have any other thoughts on Dwight? We got to do quick hits here, so Dwight. Uh, no, I mean just man. I can't, he must just be the worst. Do you care <laughs> to predict where he ends up? Uh, wow, I have no idea. I mean, who needs a incredibly annoying kind of past his prime, but still very effective or occasionally very effective center? The funnest uh, hypothetical I heard floated out was Golden State signs him for a vet minimum. I was just thinking that that would be my favorite thing because then I could just like, just I would take a lot of joy in that actually. Cool. Like um, the misery that that would cause. Can't really deep dive on this story, but uh, we should talk about it. Uh, Sterling Brown is going oh, to yeah, sue that's up. the police department uh, of Milwaukee, as he should. That yes. was a really messed up story. Uh, we yeah. don't have a lot of time to deep dive on it, but it was a, a, a gross abuse of power on uh, behalf of law enforcement. And uh, uh, on my he, birthday, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, how much how much does this stuff have to happen? This is just like <sighs> Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. Have you been have you been watching why it's an X show? Do you have HBO now or Go or whatever? I use uh my ex-girlfriend's cousin account, <laughs> cousin's account. <laughs> That's amazing. Have you watched why it's an X show? No, should I? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I will. I will. Uh, I every episode is about the police. Oliver on there. So. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, I think I, you'll really, really enjoy. I do it, like actually. Wyatt's neck a lot. Yeah, I think you'll, I think you'll really dig it. Cool. Um, yeah, so people should read about this because we should all be informed. But uh, good yeah. for Sterling Brown and uh, yeah, I, Get, make a make a point here. Like this is not okay. Yeah, take a stand. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, going back to the draft, I I should have ordered this a little bit better. No, but this is a great story. This is so funny. Um, yeah. So there was like a, a kind of an agreement. Uh, it was ESPN, Yahoo, and Turner Sports had a had an agreement on draft night that no one would spoil picks before they were drafted. And uh, ESPN, Adrian, uh, uh, employee, Adrian Wojnarowski, say his name for me. Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski uh, uh, cleverly uh, circumvented that agreement by uh, using uh, euphemisms. Um, <laughs> that are very, very not euphemistic. Yeah. If you say Memphis is locked in on selecting Jaron Jackson, you're saying they're doing that. That one is pretty uh, explicit, but like, yeah. are fixated have, on have no plans to pass on. <laughs> that one's amazing. And by the way, it's Utah Jazz have no plans to pass on Grayson Allen with the 21st pick. <laughs> I think I think Woj is just like I I really love it because this is um you know when when ESPN hired him, yeah, uh, it was kind of known that they were. Basically, trying to stop, stop him the from messing bombs. up their draft. Yeah, because yeah. he was almost like single-handedly uh, 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 compromising the rest of sports media because he was scooping everyone through Twitter. So we're like, all right, now you're our employee. Now you can't. Now you can't uh, uh, ruin all these breaking stories. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm still going to do it. And they're like, okay, but don't spoil any draft picks. And he's like, okay, I won't. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, it's amazing. I am 100% Team Woj on this one. Like, And I think a lot of people have been pointing out that the NBA is really going to have to 
figure out what to do about the draft in this way because I mean the whole thing like the ringer was spoiling stuff on their sideshow uh-huh. like it it's it it is awful like uh, you know and it needs to be either either you need to restructure things so that it can't happen yeah so. i mean at this point i i yeah they they need to change the draft oh yeah because the coverage is you know the the, the journalists will always find a way and in yeah. this kind of archaic way they do things yeah it's going to be fairly easy for them yeah. Quick side uh, non-baseball thing, or sorry, non-basketball thing. Yeah. Hanley Ramirez vindicated. He was not connected to a fentanyl trafficking ring. <laughs> yeah, he's also not a Red Sox anymore. Yeah, but I, I was pretty bummed when I thought that was true, and I'm happy yeah. that he I'm was pretty bummed that you won 5 nothing today. Well, we split it, right? It was a four-game series, 2-2. Yeah, but the yeah. Mariners have not had a good last... Uh... Days. I mean, you know. Hey, dude, everyone has lulls. The Yankees just lost five in a row, so whatever. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, we're still we're still pretty, pretty well, we're, we're now uh, out of the wild card, but we're, which is pretty upsetting, but uh, we'll see what happens. Are you wearing gloves, Arik? Uh, oh, are we about to handle the hot potato? Yeah, hot potato coming at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking oh, of former bummer. beloved, of oh, former athletes beloved in Boston, uh, yeah. Kevin McHale, former Boston Celtic, uh, former coach, former GM, current yeah. TNT analyst, uh, soon to be former, possibly. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, was spotted at a Donald Trump rally uh, for. A minute, people thought that maybe it was just someone that looked like him, and then uh, internet detectives uh, uh, via his wife's Twitter account confirmed that it was Kevin McHale. Turns out that his wife is has some awful. pretty reprehensible uh, political beliefs. Uh, yeah. Most notably, uh, uh, when the Associated Press tweeted, experts say no matter how clean and safe the shelter speaking about the uh, detained child immigrants separated from their parents. Uh, no, uh, experts say that no matter how uh, clean and safe the shelter, the U.S. policy of separating babies and toddlers from parents at the border can lead to permanent emotional damage. Lynn McHale, Kevin McHale's wife, replied, wondering if separating tender-aged children from their parents for 8 to 10 hours per day in daycare for 5 years has any lasting affects. She used the wrong spelling sheet. She used uh, affect instead of effect. Um, she said, those kids cry, comma, too. Terrible grammar. Um, and a terrible, mean, ugly, awful sentiment. And, uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I, I'm very curious to hear whatever thoughts you have on this. I just quickly want to say um, I am super disappointed to know that Kevin McHale uh, supports someone who has been so horribly destructive uh to our country um not not just this current story which is very upsetting and which we could talk about for hours um but just generally a man who is uh uh, uh just uh, uh pillaging our economy and uh uh yeah just uh, uh, i'm not I'm not a fan um that all said you know people are trying to get kevin McHale fired um i i just don't agree with that i i i don't think i mean this is this is america and even though 
uh, uh, Trump is a clown and he's uh, uh, doing all these horrible, evil things. Um, you know, Kevin McHale doesn't see it that way, and he's allowed to have his opinion. And I don't know. I don't. I don't think he should be fired for his political beliefs. Um, yeah, I don't agree with you. Um, in the sense uh, that, uh, in the sense that. I don't know if he should be fired because of his political beliefs, mm-hmm. but uh, it is America, which means that the government has no business censoring speech, mm-hmm. right? But and and so you are allowed to say whatever you want uh, in without any government interference. Mm-hmm. But no one is required to listen to you, and no one is required to like what you say, and there are consequences to whatever you do and say and what your actions are. And if you are employed to be a, a commentator uh, about a league uh, that is made up of a lot of black men, and not only black men, but a lot of black men, sure. a high percentage, and, and there are, are, they, they, they are probably not going to be really happy if this is your belief. And if the fans of the league are also predominantly people who do not agree, this is not the NFL, do not agree with these beliefs, mm-hmm. you may have trouble connecting with them too. And there are consequences to your actions. So if you are a, a public figure or any figure and you, and the, 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 your job requires people to want to listen to you and now they don't want to, you might get fired. Um, I wouldn't say he should be fired quote unquote because of his beliefs. But I think if the, people he's dealing with either his coworkers or the people he has to cover or the people who watch the show are tired of him being on the show because of what they know about him then he should probably be fired the station does not owe him the right to to a job the um nobody owes him the, a platform for his views right sure he's allowed to have those views and express them in any way that anyone will listen and everyone else is is allowed to have any reaction or response they want up to but not including violence hmm yeah, so, that's fair. You know, um, having said all that, I can tell you uh, that um, it is not an unfamiliar experience for me to discover that an artist or a thinker or an entertainer or oh someone God. that I enjoy uh, has abhorrent views towards uh, uh, one or more groups that I belong to. Um, you know, Orson Scott Card. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Kurt Schilling, Walt Disney. Um, uh, that stuff is uh, that stuff is is not. Uh, I read a biography on Disney that uh, did a lot of investigation into those allocations, and uh, um, that seems to me to have been overstated. Well, at any rate, uh, Rainer Maria Rilke. You know, the, the mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots of uh, oh, um, who's the one? Oh, H.P. Lovecraft. Ooh, not good. Oh, I didn't uh, know about that. I don't yeah, want to know is, about that. <laughs> that one is really, really, really bad. <laughs> um, don't don't look into it if you don't want. If you want to maintain any sense of, oh my god, that man was so racist. But um, at any rate, it is upsetting. You know, there's no way around it. Um, sometimes it destroys my love of the work, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, Roll Dahl, famously very anti-Semitic, um, but I don't see it in his books, and mm-hmm. I still kind of enjoy them. So it really depends, but it does make it hard, uh, you know. And if I was um, one of any number of people, including me, uh, I would be pretty unhappy with Kevin McHale right now, and I am. 
I am um, bummed too. Um, just like, just I guess part of the, the the way that I'm coming at it is like I just feel like Trump wants everything to be about him, and he wants to fan the flames of this culture war around the the that's that is centered on him and his personality. And yeah. uh, uh, I just I don't know, like I I grew up. In a town that had uh, 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 many, many conservative people, uh, people who I am still, some of whom casually acquainted with, and I, I think they're uh, uh, willfully ignorant, but some of them do support what's happening politically in the world right now, and they just don't see it the way that we see it. Um, and uh, I don't think they're evil people. I think they're, like, misguided, but, like, they're... You know their beliefs are their beliefs. I I don't you know I don't associate uh, uh, with any of them in a in a, a a meaningful way. But I also don't think um, I don't I don't think like every single person that supports Donald Trump is a racist. Uh, you know, celebrating all the inequity and all the uh, uh, you know. They just they just don't see it the way that we see it, and um, it's unfortunate. But uh, uh, I also I just like I don't I don't want to get caught up in like everything. It, you know, it seems like sometimes like everything becomes like everything is is contaminated with this culture war, and it's like on 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 every level we have to like choose a side. You know, everything has become politicized through the lens of this like this trump era and it it just drives me crazy um but i don't know maybe i'm taking the coward's way out maybe yeah i I mean i i don't know i think that's all fair enough but i don't know how you can work with someone who in some fashion doesn't believe that you have the equal rights as a person as they do you know what i mean like there's there's just there isn't uh, but again, that's like that's you know that's do you, do you believe that every single Trump supporter feels that way? I don't know, but clearly they don't care that he does. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you can at some point if you know this is not it is completely reasonable for people to have all kinds of disagreements on all kinds of issues, and, and mm-hmm. I'm not particularly of the belief that you have to, that if you don't agree with me about issue X, that you're a bad person or that Mm -hmm. you, uh, or that you are the enemy or I I don't particularly, I'm not particularly interested in those kind of dichotomies. And when, you know, uh, other presidents that I did not agree with have been in office or when, when other things happen that I don't agree with, that's fine. I do think, like you say, healthy debate, well, not exactly what you said, but I think your message, healthy debate and and disagreements are a good thing. And when we create everything to be more and more polarized in our society, that's a bad thing. In general, I do agree with you. Uh, on the other hand, there are, there has to be some kind of limit where it's not a disagreement anymore. If the disagreement is, and I'm not putting Kevin McHale under this or, or anyone, I'm just making a point. But if the if the disagreement is um, I, I, you know, I think that uh, that 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 global warming is important, and the other person's point of view is I don't think that you should have the right to exist. You know what I mean? Like, sure. there's some like point at which there's no 
you can't have a dialogue with someone who doesn't think you should des- you deserve to live. Like there's no that's not a perspective. That's not a difference of opinion, right? And mm-hmm. and and so you know that there are there there are limits to those kinds of things. And you know it, it's hard. It's hard to define. I mean, you know, speech versus hate speech, incitement versus whatever. And people are pretty good at like walking that line right now. Yeah. I am, all I am saying is that if I was uh, a coworker of Mr. McHale's uh, who uh, falls into a group that is not uh, maybe the the beneficiary of this current regime or whatever you want to call it, um, I might not be that happy with him. And, sure. And uh, that is his problem. Th- that's not their problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he made the decision to go to that rally. He could be a, a supporter, but he's a public figure, and he made an appearance on something, and people were going to find yeah, out. Yeah, and, and that, that, that's like, an endorsement, yeah. They're not going to be real happy about it. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, it's, it's, it's like super late, loaded and, uh, uh, yeah, we're running way longer than I wanted to. So. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh, you know, if he was an author, I probably wouldn't read his books anymore. Um, yeah. but if he's doing the commentary on a TNT game and, uh, that's the only feed I can watch. I'm I not saying I'm going to turn off the game. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm going to, I'm not actually saying that I don't even know how I feel. About about him at this point, right? I don't know the man. I don't know anything about what he's saying. I'm not saying that I'm prepared to do that. I'm just saying if if he if people are prepared to make that statement, if people are prepared to say, you know, I don't support this guy, this guy, I can't have this guy around. Then I understand that, and I'm just saying like he. It's just a matter of like this is not. Uh, no one is is taking away. No one's putting him in jail or taking away his you know f- stuff or his food yeah. or in any way like your livelihood. If you are, if you make your livelihood off of uh, being in the public eye, and the public doesn't want you anymore, then you don't have a livelihood, and it doesn't For matter. Sure, what yeah. the, it doesn't matter what the reason is. So, fair enough, Kevin McHale, you have uh, severely, severely disappointed uh, many, many people, two basketball fans, and probably a lot of other people. Yeah, um, but I'm sure he's made a lot of other people really happy. So. I'm sure he has. It's like I, I can't. He's it's probably the most famous person to uh, endorse Trump. Excellent. In a while, yeah. yeah. Better than Chachi. Better than Chachi. Probably better than Ted Nugent, right? I guess it depends on where in the country you are. Um, it, and what your interests are, yeah, probably. Uh, moving on, on a lighter note. Um, <laughs> this is a much lighter note, but I really enjoyed this story. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what she expected to happen, but uh, Aisha Curry, <laughs> Steph Curry's wife, uh, opened a restaurant in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it hasn't opened yet. No, it hasn't opened yet. It's oh, going she's to open. One. Yeah, sorry. And there are already a bunch of one-star reviews by Houston Rockets fans who are uh, unthrilled at a new Aisha Curry restaurant in Houston. Some reviews say the owners are basically the devil. <laughs> Was bitten by a horse. They keep out back. Staff said his name is Draymond Green. Yeah, That's this is so. Bad. That one's a little whatever, but yeah. this is so disrespectful. How dare she think that she can do this? It's like, man, y'all need to. I need to calm down. Aisha Curry does not play for the Warriors. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. This is the but, most arrogant thing I could imagine someone doing. How dare you bring <laughs> trash can, barbecue to Texas? I can imagine people doing more arrogant things than that. You know, if her if her livelihood depended on this restaurant being successful, I'd feel really bad for her. Yeah. But she'll I be find fine. The story funny. And also, a bunch of Warriors of fans have now been going in and giving it five star reviews. So, I I just think it's really funny how I mean this is like that. You didn't watch that that uh, WWE documentary I, I recommended to you, right? Nope, probably won't because <laughs> you're a bad friend. But um, dude, anyway. how many times have I told you to watch Toy Story three? Like a thousand. 
That's true. Okay, we're both bad friends. But anyway, uh, it's like the wrestling fans. Like, when, when this stuff becomes bigger than, like, I mean, it's just sports at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so ridiculous. But I find it funny. I, and like you said, I, if Aisha Tyler, Aisha Tyler, if Aisha Curry's restaurant is uh, successful or not is kind of whatever to me, you know. Like, it's whatever. I'll probably never eat there because I have never been to Houston. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll ever eat there either because I don't like yeah. trash. But barbecue. I'll tell you this: if we <laughs> if we ever go to Houston, we're eating there if it's still open. Uh, maybe. Oh, you got come on. We got to. We got to at least tell people the people. Is it one or is it five? I guess we are journalists. Yeah. <laughs> um, two quick last stories, and then Ark and I both are going to get some much. Yeah, because it is late, my man. We're old and we look like crap all the time. We can't do this to ourselves. Yeah, it's not even beauty sleep at this point. It's just, like, maintaining sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nick Young. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Swaggy P uh, of the Warriors. NBA champion Nick Young. <laughs> That's the best statement. Uh, was, for some reason, asked about his opinion about uh, Canada legalizing marijuana. And he said they should uh, legalize cocaine. Everyone needs to do cocaine. Um, and then, quickly backtracked uh he said that i think it was like uh just like a random on the street interview and then he he backtracked well, he on instagram and said cocaine <laughs> we don't know that that's a joke that's a joke. but i mean doesn't it seem like he must have done cocaine at some point well he said clearly don't take nothing i said serious i was just being funny you all know me uh nick young is definitely an advocate of cocaine <laughs> yeah i mean like come on now like <laughs> yeah. I, it's too specific yeah. Like, listen, I don't know the man, and maybe not, but it really seems like he's at least enjoyed some cocaine at some point in his life. There's no way he would think that was funny if he didn't. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's too random. I love it. It's so yeah. funny. He's, yeah. man, the Warriors really deserve him. Oh, he was the best. Yeah. Um, One last story. This story also hilarious to me. Yeah, I, I it's like it's funny, but it's sad funny. There's like a little there's a little jolt of sadness in there. Yeah, um, it, it's definitely sad funny. Yeah, Lakers officially informed Leangelo Ball he will not be on their summer league team last night. This uh, via Ramona Shelburne. Um, yes, they were determined. 2017 Jewish Sports Hall of Fame inductee Ramona Shelburne. I did not know that. You know, what do you think of that, Kevin McHale? Um, <laughs> Probably not good things. <laughs> Uh, they were determined to make this a basketball decision, but as one source put it, obviously there's more to it than basketball. In other words, the Lar, uh, the Lavar effect was real. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of knew this was coming. Uh, Leangelo is the the considered to be the the worst ball prospect. Um, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you, I can't believe that it was. I mean, it seems to me like Lavar or not, like why would they put him on their their summer league team? He's like not good. Yeah, I mean, Lavar Ball took his three star recruit son, who probably wasn't going to make it to the NBA anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you never know. People grow, and he took him out of college, uh, where he maybe had a chance to play some more basketball improve and prove himself to potentially get drafted someday took him to this clown show of a lithuania situation mm-hmm. and then threw him to the wolves and is surprised somehow that his master plan didn't work out like i don't know it 
it, it's not great fathering. And I mean, the youngest son, his prospects I thought were kind of okay, and now they're kind of not. Yeah, they're looking bad. You know, uh, Ramona yeah. Shelburne actually followed up because someone said on the um, on her Twitter timeline, they said, "Would Leangelo even have had a chance if not for Lavar?" And she did reply. This is pretty interesting. She said, "Not really." But teams invite players with family connections, peep the Warriors, for example, all the time who maybe aren't there basketball-wise. That wasn't going to happen here. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers... I I, know, I wonder if they could go back in time and redo the Lonzo ball pick if they would still make it. Uh, well, or if they would just take Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think their, their sense is that... Uh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure if they could go back in a time machine and know everything that happened this season, they probably would take Jason Tatum. But it's not – I mean, people still think uh, – now I'm getting confused. Lonzo is the Lonzo Ball. He, I, it's not about him being good, but, I mean, don't you think that if he wasn't with the Lakers, the, the dad factor would be diminished? I mean, it'd still be there, for sure. but for sure. it's just the worst possible combo. It really and is. I, but I don't care because Lonzo Ball is a professional basketball player and – He's going to be just fine. I feel bad. I mean, it's like I said, it's a sad, funny story because I actually feel bad for the other two sons. Like, there was no, I mean, okay, Leangelo did the shoplifting thing, which was pretty bad. But LaMelo, the youngest one, he just got pulled out of high school by his dad because his dad's on this whole trip, you know? What a waste, man. I mean, it's really sad. It's like, like, I hope Lonzo makes enough money that your whole family never has to work again because, God damn, like... It's that's a bummer, and I I just don't I don't know I feel for those kids that cannot have been easy. Yeah, I uh, I don't even yeah yeah. But it's, it's okay because the father we don't, would have we, you know, we don't know their lives. We don't know what their lives are yeah, like. We don't know. Um, to be honest, they all, especially Lamelo, seem kind of entitled. Um, that's probably the result of a poor upbringing. But at a certain point, you can't blame someone on their upbringing you know trump is such a horrendous piece of crap probably in large part to to his upbringing doesn't change the fact that he's now a uh a, a blight yeah but these are minors i still you know until they're not my i mean i guess maybe the the oldest one the middle one i don't i forget if leangelo is over 18 but like they're still pretty much the first one of them is definitely under 18 and the other one is like very recently not right mm-hmm. they're not 73 year old men i i just don't I just I feel bad for their situation. At some point, I would stop feeling bad for their situation, right? Like, but I hear at saying, the moment, yeah. I do, I and it's just saying. a bu- it's just a bummer. Anyway, I would like to point out that our quote unquote short episode is still like forty five minutes long. So, yeah. so on that we note, love we should... you, the fans. <laughs> this is for you. Uh, we all, also uh, obviously like uh, for those of you who were waiting with bated breath for us to discuss the film Eddie, we uh, will. We will. Ark couldn't yet. get a hold of a copy in time. It's hard to get a hold of it. Yeah, well, I have my copy. Four dollars yeah, from Blockbuster a, Video. I, yeah, where was there a Blockbuster Video? Uh, there used to be one right on um right on. Oh, church you you already owned Eddie. Yeah. Oh no, I've I've had it for almost ten years. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make every effort to get it by next week. And, well, uh, opening theaters uh, this Friday, Uncle Drew. Oh man, when are we going to see that? Yeah, so we have to figure that out, but we definitely have to watch it uh, this yeah. week. Well, 100%. Maybe Friday? It, uh, Friday's going to be really hard, but we'll, we'll talk 
offline okay. as the we'll talk offline. Say. Arc uh, Arc's probably got like a Trump rally to go to or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very funny man. You're a funny man. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, we're exhausted, so I, I I feel like I'm gonna like open this up to edit it tomorrow, and we're just gonna be speaking gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing will just have made no sense. Um, yeah, I, I just want to say one more time that I do absolutely hate uh uh donald trump and everything that he represents and i hope oh yeah that's a that's a team team feeling yeah. here at the uh, uh, at the rules i hope my my uh uh limp wristed defense of kevin McHale didn't uh come off as as anything other than uh me desperately trying to rationalize uh one of my former heroes uh, yeah actions. it's it i've really been through it a bunch i do i do understand but uh yeah everyone have a great week uh enjoy not watching basketball um, yeah. and we'll we'll talk to you next week. Wah, wah. Hey, Corey Lewandowski, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> God, all right, yeah, we're done. <laughs>